0: Welcome, dudes, to this most excellent podcast, for this most excellent adventure, for Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure with Shannon from the, I can't keep this up, from the... <laughs> From the Stinger Movies and TV podcast. How are you doing, Shannon?
1: I'm doing great. How are you? That was a very excellent (laughs) intro, if I might say so. Thank you. (laughs) uh,
0: Just to get paid to do the voice alone.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I love this movie. I do, too. I do too. And I was actually pretty surprised when you said that this was the movie you wanted to discuss because normally when I tell people I love this movie, they're like, oh my God. Like, I don't find a lot of people that love this movie on the level that I do. Uh, it's. I
0: am obsessed with, like, time travel. And every okay. time I go through um, time travel movies or Doctor Who, I'm like, well, you're just making shit up as you go along.
1: Yes. Yes. Um,
0: and... Okay. First things first. They have okay. a phone booth. That's the time machine. Right. They steal that from Doctor Who.
1: Well, was Doctor Who? Yes, you're right. Doctor Who was out way before Bill and Ted. Right. See, I, I didn't watch the original Doctor Who. So my mind is, whenever someone says Doctor Who, Doctor Who, I always think of the new versions of Doctor Who. But yeah, I I guess they probably did. I mean, I think a phone booth makes the most sense for a time travel vehicle
0: it was it um is inconspicuous unless you see it come down and shooting lightning and smoke everywhere <laughs> i like yeah, it
1: like, like some of the historical figures did <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are very adaptable and i appreciate that it's true it's, it's true. like I, i'm billy the kid this is my time machine <laughs> cool. i assume this is a dream it's all good <laughs> Uh, Bill and Ted being the chosen ones And them being um slackers
1: Is just such a great premise It is it's so great I was I was actually going to bring that up you know This movie came at the end of the 80s 89 so it's 30 years old this year and you know That was like when I was growing up when I was a teenager and that was the classic decade for teen movies it was like fast times and Breakfast Club, and 16 Candles, and then, and then Back to the Future. So, you know, it, and they all had kind of those, the premise of teenagers being losers, you know?
0: Yeah, uh, but teenagers being losers and then accomplishing great things by yeah. being teenagers and not <laughs> overcoming being teenagers, but just being teenagers.
1: And surprising everyone, Yes. Yeah, I think that still when I watch the end of Bill and Ted, when they do their history report, I I still, every time I watch it, and I've probably seen the movie 20 times, I still grin from ear to ear. It makes me laugh. I want to cheer for them. It's just a great, great, great ending. When
0: I watched that, I assumed that what they would do is bring the historical figures uh, to the future and then have them present the report. But they have actually learned a lot of things and they're presenting yes. the report with the historical right. figures as backup.
1: Right, and I mean, it was it was like a, they did
0: it in the style of
1: a rock, con- you know what I mean?
0: It's genius.
1: <laughs> it was, it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all about presentation. Yes. <laughs> a rambling kid coming forward and saying, back in my day and now, the real message is be excellent to each other
1: yep yep he says four score and seven minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> it's so good there's so many quotable lines from this movie that i still use today like i remember now i live in new jersey in the mm-hmm. usa and we don't have circle k around here. Like we have Seven Eleven and Wawa similar, but I remember when I went to California and I first saw a circle K and I was like, strange things are afoot at the circle K. Like I literally <laughs> quoted it right then and there.
0: As soon as I find if I ever go to the U S and I go to a circle K, uh, I will take a selfie and tag it with yep. that quote.
1: Absolutely. Just thing
0: that will happen.
1: Yep. <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> i really love this movie um i like that they that they read um a philosophical quote um and that it's something like uh wisdom is knowing that you're ignorant and then uh ted goes that's us um, dude!
1: okay let me see. yeah um it was something like the truth is in knowing that you know nothing yeah that's the one it was it was something like that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, that's us. <laughs> you know, and then when they first go to ancient Greece and they find Socrates or Socrates, and Socrates. they Socrates. Uh, <laughs> they and they say to him, you know, they're trying to get him to come along and they're trying to say something profound. And they say, um, of course they don't speak Greek, so he picks up a handful of sand and he's like, Dust, and then he blows it away. Wind, dude, and it so <laughs> creates. is like, oh, he's like you know, seeing the light, like he's had a revelation, you know. And like, they were and they're quoting says, like Bob Dylan lyrics. It's great,
0: and he says, um "Sand through the hourglass, so are the days yeah. of our lives."
1: <laughs> the days of our lives, right? Oh my god. There is just everything good about this movie. I don't even understand how some people could not like it. Everything about it's awesome.
0: They're making a third one.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, they've been saying that for a long time. I actually did a little bit of um, Googling about that, and I found it says currently in – I'm just reading from a a quote from an article. It says, currently in pre-production, Bill and and Ted Face the Music will see – The duo, long past their days as time-traveling teenagers, now weighed down by middle age and the responsibilities of family. They've written thousands of tunes, but they have yet to write a good one, much less the greatest (laughs) song ever. With the fabric of time and space tearing around them, a visitor from the future warns our heroes that only their song can save life as we know it. And then apparently the story is that they embark on another time-traveling mission of some sort. So I don't know how... You know, that article was written in 2018. And, you know, this mo- this third movie has been rumored for a really long time. So I don't know if it'll ever happen or that will even still be the premise. But I think it sounds pretty epic if they do that. <laughs> I like it.
0: Do you think it'll still work when they're in their 40s instead of teenagers? Yep. All right. I do. Fair enough.
1: I-, I totally think it'll still work. You know, as long as they... Act it properly, okay. As long as the directing's good and the script's good, and, and they don't try to just redo their stupid teenage selves, like they have to keep a little of a personality, but they have to be older, you know. They have to be older, like it says here, you know, they're weighed down by middle age responsibilities and family. If that's realistic, then th- that'll be good. If they just try to act stupid like they did when they were teenagers, then maybe not, you know. But I think at least Keanu Reeves, we know, is a decent enough actor that i think he would do a good job um alex winters i don't know he hasn't acted in a while he's mostly been directing so i don't really know but
0: my favorite post about this was uh keanu reeves and that guy from bill and ted are going to be doing bill and ted 3
1: <laughs> Oh, jeez, that's sad uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: still it's more movies than i'm known for
1: yeah right i know <laughs>
0: Who's your favorite Historical figure That they kidnap
1: I would have to say That's a tough one Mm -hmm. They all have their moments I really think it's Napoleon though (laughs) Napoleon's my favorite Because he's got the whole You know Extended story With the Waterloo Water park (laughs) And you know My husband reminded me when we were talking about this. I recently made my teenage daughter watch this movie, and she actually liked it. I thought she was going to think it was really cheesy and old, but she liked it. (laughs) Um, But my husband reminded me that when this movie came out, like water parks weren't a thing like they are now. I mean, at least in, in the United States, there are, you know, Great Wolf Lodge and Kalahari, and there's like water parks all over the place. But in the 80s, this was like a brand new thing. So that was a big part of the movie. That was like a really exciting part of the movie back then. That uh, Napoleon would get to go to Waterloo, and still, and again, talking about quotes, there are times when you know I want to drive home the point that I'm right to, to my husband. Mostly to my husband, I make <laughs> jokes because other people don't get it. But like I will say something, and then I'll go, triumph, Napoleon," you know. I'll <laughs> be like, "That is it." <laughs> My, I love at the end when he's like mapping out his conquering of Europe avec water slide
0: <laughs> I love the it's fact great. that um, I don't think Bill and, uh, Bill and Ted read the historical facts of how uh, um, Napoleon was defeated so, oh, so right. they're smart enough to look at his plan and be like I don't think that's going to work
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Genghis, Punk. G- Genghis Khan's pretty good too, though. Like when he totally ravages the sporting goods store. That's pretty awesome.
0: That's pretty fun. And when uh, Beethoven is playing like sev- uh, four keyboards at once.
1: Yes. And he plays, um, wasn't he playing Bon Jovi? Oh no. At the end, at the, yeah. In the presentation, he says that he, that, uh, his current favorite was Bon Jovi's Slippery When Wet. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> it is. <Okay. laughs> great album. One of my all-time favorites as a, as a young teenager. Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, it's such a good movie. Have you seen, uh, have you seen the sequel?
1: I have. Not, not for a while. I think I only saw it once or twice because it wasn't, it wasn't great except for death. I mean, the Grim Reaper character was hysterical, I thought.
0: I I um I liked it it's not nearly as good as this but not much is. Right,
1: right. true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh when Death kept saying, you know, like best two out of three, you know, like they he said he had to, they had to beat him at a game in order to come back to life so they wouldn't be dead, right? Wasn't that right. the idea? Yeah. Yeah, and then when he lost, when they actually beat him, he was like best two out of three and then he's like Best three out of five. He kept making them um, play games.
0: Best 18 out of 27. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that character. And I saw The Seventh Seal. And I'm like, the entire sequel is just a Seventh Seal joke.
1: Oh, I don't think I saw that.
0: The Seventh Seal is about these of um, people. The plague is ravishing Europe.
1: Okay. And
0: um, these guys are dying. And they're trying to bribe death.
1: Oh, okay, Yeah.
0: Death doesn't give a shit right. it's death. Yeah. Uh, but one of them is like, uh, if I beat you in chess, I want to live. And he's like, okay. Right. So right. Uh, that happens in this, but death's terrible at games.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, it's, it's, so, it's so good. He plays...
1: Uh, there, was, t- t- there, t- there, t- there was another I'm sorry, there, there was another interesting fact that I found out when I was uh, reading about this is that they, the actors actually tried out for the opposite parts. Like Keanu Reeves tried out for Bill and Alex Winter tried out for Ted. But then when they were cast, they thought they'd be better as the opposite characters. I thought that was kind of interesting because I can't see them at all in the opposite roles.
0: You never know. It could have worked.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: maybe. But they're like, no, it couldn't have. Switch. <laughs> it's so good. Um, how do you, how long do you think it took them to set that up? The whole presentation.
1: Well, that was a little unrealistic. You know, that was. I mean, of course, it's one of those movies. A lot of it's unrealistic, but I thought that you know they were they only had a few hours, and then uh, Missy made them clean the whole entire house before she would drive them to the mall. That's true. So they only had a few hours before their report. They had to clean the house, drive to the mall, find Napoleon, <laughs> and then make it back. And I think it was like two o'clock that they're, you know, because they show the clock. I remember them showing the clock when the, um, the teacher is looking, you know, at the list and seeing that they're not there yet. So they did all that. It's somehow before two o'clock in the afternoon, which is a little bit, I but don't know. But time
0: travel does exist. So I'm willing to bet that they just went onto the stage and then them from the future just helped them out.
1: Oh, that's a theory. Mm -hmm. That's a theory.
0: (laughs) Because the best part is that it's like, okay, so we are time traveling. So therefore, what we have to do is after the report, go back in time and put the keys here. And here they are. We did it. Right. So like they come, they do the report. And then after they do that, they set everything up so that it works
1: out. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's that's a really awesome theory. Yeah, I think that that totally could have worked. Yeah. And plus,
0: they already know how time travel works because they're actually really clever. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I that's what that's why I always thought of it. It's like okay, they didn't have time to set it up, but they are time travelers, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay, sidebar. I've been staring at that painting behind you for ages. The entire time I'm just like, I've got to bring it up at some point. It's the Starry Night by Van Gogh. I assume it's the original and that you're super rich.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) No, just a poster. It's not even a painting. It's just a poster.
0: (laughs) I love that. I had to bring that up.
1: Uh. (laughs) Did you like Rufus? I did like Rufus. I mean, George Carlin is iconic. You know, He's, he's funny and uh, he was a great addition to the movie. Absolutely. Absolutely liked Rufus. Yeah. I imagine
0: I was, being in more of the movie, uh, but he was only in there for like five minutes.
1: Yeah. Was, right. Not much at all. I know. Cause, I mean, he was a pretty big deal in the 80s, right? So, I mean, they, maybe they couldn't afford to have him in for too long because I think, I think he was pretty famous. At that point, already. Well,
0: you don't yeah, get that paid because like... actors don't get paid for screen time. Uh, they don't. No, they, they, they have don't. a minimum oh. for it, and it's okay. like, if you want me to show up, you got to pay me like this much money, no matter what. Huh. And then if they start, then they get negotiated. So yeah, I think it's just a script thing. Hmm. It's like That's in the beginning and then the end.
1: Interesting, interesting. And mm-hmm. Clarence Clemens was in for like a minute too. And that scene, um, when they visit the future, he was like the head guy kind of sitting there in that futuristic area. And he was, uh, Bruce, what he was in Bruce Springsteen's band, right? I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It makes sense for that, for uh, someone from a band to have a cameo.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: it's really funny. I, I like when they quote Bill and Ted and it's just like, uh, grandparents quoting things that their teenagers said yes like very formal saying party on dude <laughs>
1: right <laughs> <laughs> it's excellent so, to each other
0: uh, it's, ah, yes. it's such a great it's such a great philosophy and I like how it's not just like it's not just you will write this great song that will unite people no your song is going to be so great that all the planets align and we allow uh communication with anyone from aliens to like mice right everyone is just communicating with each other and everyone's nice to each other thanks to your music you are the greatest
1: yep and honestly i happen to think that that is. Almost plausible because, like, <laughs> my my husband is a musician and he's done a lot of research on like um, the frequency of sounds that you hear and how frequencies can affect your body. So I think it's completely plausible that a certain song with a certain certain frequency of sound wave could align the planets. <laughs> I'm, go, I'm going. I'm going with that. I'm going with it.
0: Uh, Sure. I don't. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Really It's so silly. And I like the, um,
1: I like that they suck at music. Right. Oh my gosh. And then they keep talking about how, you know, maybe at the the end, like maybe it's time we get Eddie Van Halen. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ted's like, maybe we should learn to play. Yeah.
0: And then Ruth is just... Starts rocky with them, and then they stop. Oh! Like, and he turns the camera and says, "They do get better.
1: They do get better. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep." Uh, and then there's the princesses. The princesses are pretty awesome. They they were fun. Um, they don't get much to do. No, but... no. But it was cool at the end that they brought them back, and yeah, and yeah. then they were in the. Then they had to bit of a storyline in the second movie well just the very beginning i guess they joined the band they they left then they left them
0: they're making the um the third one but in the at the end of the second one it said that um it it has like all the things where it's like uh all these awesome things happen all the planets aligned so they succeeded in the second one they did Uh, yeah they succeeded in the second one when they played the song at the end all the planets aligned and world peace was declared and all that stuff happened.
1: Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the second one in a while, so I don't remember. I don't remember that exactly, but uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how they're going to take that into the third one.
0: I, don't it, know. I It's easy to retcon like all those things happened, but they were like 50.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I like the fact that uh, the, the time travel rationality for this is, whatever happens will happen has always happened and there's no way to change it, which is why Rufus can just give them a time machine and then leave because he knows that it will work itself out.
1: Yep. Yep. And I totally, I I agree with you. You said before that this is one of your favorite time travel logics. And I, I do agree with that. You know, it's nice that it's not, one of those stories like in in back to the future especially where he goes back and As soon as he interacts with his mother something bad immediately happens in the future and You know that that always kind of bothered me because That's almost like there's A bunch of alternate timelines that affect each other which doesn't make sense, you know In
0: and plus in the sequel to back to the future um They changed the rules so instead of it affecting the past, it's just an alternate timeline.
1: Right, right. Yeah.
0: <coughs> this, yeah.
1: Um, this
0: feels like a slacker, silly teen comedy written by people that really wanted to take the time travel aspect seriously.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: When was the first time you watched this? You said you're a teenager.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I watched it when it came out in 1989.
0: Yeah. Nice. In cinemas with your friends. Yeah, absolutely. Ah. It's good time. yeah.
1: Yep. And then as soon as it came out, you know, then there was VHS back then. So I had a, you know, I had an actual tape, a VHS tape of it that I would play in my VCR that got worn out pretty quick. <laughs> I watched that a lot in college. <laughs> yeah.
0: Kids these days have no idea.
1: Oh, the struggle. The right. struggle. <laughs> you have to rewind
0: it. There's <laughs> tracking shots. Yes. <laughs> the... <laughs> Um, the reason that DVDs overtook uh, VHSs so hard was because VHSs were objectively terrible.
1: Yes, agreed. Uh,
0: the the jump from VHS to DVD isn't as much as the jump from DVD to Blu-ray. We mm-hmm. still have people still buy DVDs.
1: Yeah, I really don't buy. I don't buy them anymore. I don't know. Some uh, sometimes I do. Like I own all the Star Wars. I will continue to buy all the Star Wars. There's some ones I just want to have. But mostly everything is just digital for me now.
0: I buy everything on go- on the Google Play Store. Okay. Okay. Uh, or I stream it. I right. check if it's streaming, and if it's not streaming, I buy it. Yep. Yep. Which is like, people are like, no, I need to keep all my DVDs, which is fine if it's not available, but if it is, then save space.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I recently found a DVD somewhere, maybe at a Walmart or something, for like $3 of Logan's Run. Did you ever watch the movie Logan's Run? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a sci-fi movie too I think you'd enjoy. But that was one of my, um, one of my favorites. And I thought, it's not super popular, so sometimes you can't, like I can't find it streaming. So I'm like, I'm going to buy this DVD for 3 bucks. <laughs> Just have it.
0: I <laughs> have um, it. I've, I've a secondhand DVD store oh wow Uh, so I I buy stuff digitally or I check that DVD store because what's the point of buying something for 10 bucks digitally when you buy it for a dollar right DVD that's true Mm. yeah save the money it's pretty fun um yep and when you're spending a dollar you take more risks (laughs) which is great I've I've watched a lot of crap yeah (laughs) This it's had a mass. This had a massive cultural impact. I, it's I, been talked about today.
1: Yeah, that that kind of. I feel like you have to find the right crowd. I mean, it was definitely a hit, and, you know, it was, like a almost like a cult phenomenon. I feel like because a lot of people that I talk to, whenever I mention it, like it's not like a Star Wars movie where everybody knows. Uh, what it is and has seen it. A lot of people I talked to today don't, you know, haven't seen it or don't know what it is. So I feel like it's kind of got that, you know, cult feeling where there's a very big fan base,
0: That's but it's, it's niche. Yeah. A niche fan base that's super passionate about it.
1: Right. Which
0: I think is better because when you go to things like Star Wars and Marvel, it's like everyone's in fighting, but Mm -hmm with stuff like um, Bill and & Ted and Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, cult films. They're like, you
1: like this movie? How great is this yes. movie? Yes. Yeah, everybody's just happy to talk about it, you know? Right. There isn't any kind of uh, disagreements. It's just it's just phenomenal. Just it's, great.
0: Plus, the uh, message of it is to be nice to each other. So right. It's like if people... So people don't get angry about it. It's like if you fought each other over how good Mr. Rogers was. <laughs> exactly. Have you seen that uh, Mr. Rogers
1: documentary? I did. I just watched that a couple weeks ago. He was amazing. I know he was a great guy, man. After,
0: after I saw that documentary, I went back and I saw um, a ton of his videos, a ton of yeah, of his episodes. He was ah. Uh, Did you know that um, his grandmother knitted all his sweaters?
1: Oh my gosh, I didn't know that, no. Oh, that's
0: adorable.
1: It's sweet. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if
0: Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted are like, be excellent to each other. And then that's like, oh, oh, that song was really good. Maybe we should. Right. (laughs) That's how good that song was.
1: (laughs) That's really as simple as it is, you know, like they don't even need a song. They just, people just have to adopt their philosophy, just be excellent to each other. And it's peace. That's it.
0: (laughs) The fact that um, uh, Joan of Arc said um, that she's going to introduce an aerobics program. Oh, yeah, yeah. That she learned from Bill and Ted.
1: Yes. She did jazzercise at the mall. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) So not only are they saving the future, they're also making the past most excellent. Right, right. It's raining. And the um, <laughs> the only person that doesn't listen to them is Napoleon and he's the only one that loses.
1: That's a good point. Yep. <laughs> I don't know about Genghis Khan though. He wasn't he wasn't too uh, successful in history, was he?
0: <laughs> well he also doesn't speak English, so he barely yeah. knew what's going on.
1: <laughs> he just wanted to smash things.
0: The only people that were successful are the ones that could understand what Bill and Ted were saying. Right, right. That's the power yeah. of their words. Yeah. <laughs> the chosen ones. They're the chosen ones and it's awesome. Uh, it's like if you found out that um Jesus was just a bro. He's just <laughs> like, What are you talking about? I Turn one <laughs> into one, it's fine. Who cares? <laughs> oh it's amazing and i can't believe that it caused the utopia (laughs) because even if it started religion that wouldn't cause the utopia but that's good they are yeah (laughs) (laughs) they invented time travel with phone boxes and a phone book it's great we need to do something with all the phone boxes we got lying around
1: oh really right (laughs) because
0: it's like well we're not using them for phones anymore what should we do it's
1: with
0: time travel <laughs> and i like the fact that um unlike the tardis it's not big on the inside so it's just like 20 people inside a tiny phone box
1: oh i know oh gosh i know i know <laughs> and then they they all um oh how about the part where they chew all the gum to fix the antenna <laughs> we all have to chew gum oh my gosh
0: and then they leave some and the cavemen take it.
1: Yes. <laughs> I forgot about the cavemen. That's right. Oh, man.
0: Uh, there's tons of fun sight gags in little,
1: this. Little bits. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. And the he's. Um, I love the fact that. Um, is Ted the one that goes to military school? Is that Bill? Bill. Bill's the one Bill that to
1: goes. To- no, 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 Ted. You're right. It's Ted. Yeah. Okay, so Ted's testing. going
0: to military school, and uh, he gets di- he gets uh, psychoanalyzed. Right, right. Uh, but my favorite, and then he's like, "Your father's, um, your father's projecting his hatred of his failings onto you, etc." And then, um, then he dresses the bill and feels like, "No, nah, man, I just have an encephalitis complex. It's fine."
1: Right, right.
0: Self diagnoses <laughs> himself correctly. It's just cool with yes. it.
1: And then they show they show Missy, you know, and she's just like, hmm, you know.
0: <laughs> it's it's great because they, they're the kind of people that are geniuses, but they don't apply themselves. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. It's like you can be who you are, but if you apply yourself, you can achieve greatness, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a great lesson for teenagers to take.
1: Yeah. That's why, you know, I kind of had hoped that the third movie would show – a bit of their lives after they were successful. Because, you know, you have the first movie where they find out that they're gonna save the universe. And then the second movie where they're still struggling and they die and, you know, it's just kind of goofy. And then if the third one is like they're middle-aged and they still haven't saved the universe, you know, like I I feel like that's kind of just replaying the story. I kind of want to see what happens after they do, after they get really good, you know? Scale of one to 10, how boring does
0: that um, utopia look? Because it's people in a stale, blank room right,
1: wearing uh, Time Lord collars. Right. And well, th- that particular room that they visited, I mean, you know, I- I'd give that like an eight maybe on the boredom, but we don't know what the world's like outside of that.
0: It feels you know, like that could incorrect. just be the
1: portal, you know.
0: It feels like it's a church and churches are always boring.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, there is a point that if there is world peace and everybody is happy that maybe that's not that exciting. You know, sometimes the excitement is in arguing or struggling or having debates. So I don't know.
0: Hard have to say. Um, <laughs> and I, I like that they're going to that everything just works itself out and it will work itself out, but you have to do all these things. Right. And they don't t- get told what to do because they're the chosen ones. I'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> well, I think they need a quite a bit of help from Rufus to figure it out though.
0: But they don't though, because he, <laughs> no? he says two things. He's like, here's your time machine. I'm out. Uh, have fun. Use this phone book. Go back in time. Uh, get your history book your history report done on time, here's how time travel works. And then he's like, You forgot to wind your watch back, you have two hours. And then he just leaves Right, right. He doesn't give he gives them like he points them in the right right direction, but they're the chosen mm-hmm. ones. So he'll mm-hmm. so he knows that they'll figure it out. This movie's great <laughs> <laughs> It's so fun. And they go through the phone book and his and um, they're like, What about this beef home?
1: Beef oven, yeah. Beethoven. <laughs> and, I love I love that they're not really sure about who any of these figures are, except that maybe they recognize their names and then once they find them and they spend time with them, they deliver this awesome presentation at the end and they totally know what they're talking about. And, about um, that part, so satisfying.
0: They go to Bill's stepmom and I thought that they were lying, but it's like, oh no, they don't know who these people are. Right. Because they call them like Bob, uh, Bob son, Genghis Khan, Bob Genghis Khan
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then Abraham Lincoln.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> Cause you just can't think of another name for Abraham Lincoln. I mean, no, it's not obviously.
0: That. It's that they know, <laughs> it's not that they couldn't think of a good lie. It's that they knew who Abraham Lincoln was.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. So they weren't <laughs> lying to her. They just had no idea who they were.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: like his stepmom because uh, she's just super supportive all the time, and she's yeah, like, she's funny. All right, and
1: she's clue and she's clueless.
0: She's totally clueless. She's totally clueless, but like she's also um a good. She's also really nice, and she's like, sure, but clean your room. And it's like I think you're younger than me,
1: right? <laughs> I mean, you know, she's in the backyard, and a phone booth falls out of the sky, and like. 10 people get out of it that are very sketchy and <laughs> obviously not from around there. And she's just like, Sure, I'll drive you to the mall, but you need to do your chores first. You know, I mean,
0: <laughs> she's like, are These your friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's your mom,
1: dude. <laughs> 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 and then in the second movie, she ends up with Ted's dad.
0: <laughs> I mean, all right.
1: Which is weird, but... Well, so... Was,
0: yeah, I guess. And they... <laughs> the fact that they openly acknowledge that they're gonna have sex in Bill's room...
1: I know. Your mom's <laughs> going for it in your own room! Shut up, dude! <laughs> 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 oh, man. They take everything
0: on board with the grace of, like, a religious figure that saved the world once. <laughs> 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 they're, they're super adaptive, and I like it.
1: Yep. Yep. What did
0: do? <laughs> I'm just going to quote the whole thing badly because I half remember the quotes. Uh, what did he do with Napoleon, one of the greatest leaders of the, of history? And his little brother's like, he was a dick.
1: We He was him. a dick, right? He was a dick. <coughs> yep. Yeah. Napoleon's got to be my favorite character. And then when um, Deacon, the younger brother Deacon, brings him to the ice cream place, and he <laughs> eats. Yeah, the Ziggy Piggy, you know. <laughs> he eats the huge ice cream and he's like fighting the, uh, the little the girl for the last bite. <laughs> it's great. Um, so good. The,
0: the um, people that work at that fast food restaurant, they hate him, right? Sure. It's why they did everything. It's because it's like we've had to put up with so much crap from these stupid kids. And this old man is hanging out with a bunch of eight-year-olds, probably babysitting, stuck with his <laughs> life. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to, but we're going to make him as uncomfortable as possible.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. the
0: only reason people in fast food places do that. <laughs> because they can get away with it. It's if you go to a restaurant and it's your birthday, you can, um, if you live a massive tip, that can be bribe money for being like, it's my birthday. Don't say anything. Don't sing it. My friends are going to ask you to don't do it. So. Uh. <laughs> I work at a, um, at a club, but I used to work at a restaurant and we did take bribes. Wow. Oh boy. (laughs) It's fine. It's called (laughs) tips. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What song out of real songs, what song do you think if it was played at the right time could save the world? Wow.
1: That's a tough one. Stairway to heaven. I don't know. That's I'd have to really think about that one. Good. What do you think?
0: Uh, you I know thought? something by Abba.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: um, what about Waterloo? What about it? The song. That's the best.
1: Oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The song. Okay, right.
0: <laughs> that if, could work. If there was a scene with Napoleon and there was an Abba song and it was Abba and it was Waterloo, that would have been hilarious.
1: Right, right. I had the soundtrack for Bill and Ted. I actually had had the, all the songs. I listened to them all the time. No, I mean none of them were popular songs or anything. But I bought the soundtrack nice. on a cassette, of course. You know, of course. way back when. Way back when. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're selling cassettes uh, again.
1: Yeah, they're uh, selling vinyl again. I know. I know. I should have saved all my stuff, right? <laughs> I'm sure that
0: would it would be worth hundreds now.
1: I know. One nice of my style.
0: favorites is. Um, there's a site where you can get podcast, if you buy like uh, bonus episodes of podcasts, uh, yeah. you can get them on tape and it's a USB that's shaped like a tape, but you can also oh, just wow. tape if you have it. Oh, a that's cute. Yeah. It's pretty that's fun. That's cute. Tapes will well, never come back. Yeah. Because they're too fragile. Also, they're kind of terrible. Yeah. I don't know anyone that's nostalgic for VHS or tapes. Exactly. Right. Right. (laughs) It's, uh, it's just, it's just such a fun movie. And it's hard to talk about because it's just like, then they pick up this character and that, and that character is also awesome. Right. Yep. They have Socrates, um, preaching their philosophies in the past. (laughs)
1: Probably worked out great for them. Yeah. It led
0: to a utopia. Yes. So everything that they did worked out great and I love it.
1: Yep. I also think it was really cool how they show, they actually visually show the time travel, like that there were all those Uh, It it almost looked like fiber optic cables, you know, and you could go this, you could go one way, or you could go the other way. You just had to like dial your number and, you know, send you through, which is, I mean, that was in the eighties when there really wasn't internet. And now you can kind of, you know, find anything you want as far as information. You can't actually time travel that way, but you can find what you need through cables. You know what I mean? Like in a similar way, It's, it's kind of Kind of the same thing, but I really liked the way they portrayed that when they showed it in the movie. It was cool.
0: I I thought that they were going to do this massive rescue of the princesses, but no, they mm. just leave right. and Rufus well, rescues had. them off screen and takes them to a they mall, had to. probably the same mall.
1: Yes, oh, I'm now sure. I think
0: about it. sure.
1: I'm the willing about, mall.
0: Yeah, but I'm willing to bet that as Bill and Ted were doing all their stuff, Rufus and the princesses were in the background shopping. Right. Right. Shopping. Because he's more subtle. <laughs> <laughs> and I, what I like is that they showed up uh, in the past before the adventure started. And we saw that they were just crammed. Everyone's just crammed into the phone booth. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh, I forgot to wind my clock back. Wind your clock back, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's so and it and it it's just really fun. Did you uh did you know that that's a TV series?
1: Oh, wasn't there? It was animated, right? Very <laughs> yeah. brief. Yeah, I remember now that you say it. I didn't remember before, but I think I probably watched a little bit of it. It was very short-lived.
0: I think it only lasted one season.
1: Yeah, um,
0: it that, that happened a lot. There was tons of um. Short-lived seasons based on movies. I hmm. guess the Back to the Future one. Really? Uh huh. It lasted two seasons, and wow. it's exactly what I you think. um What you think it would be? Marty okay. and Doc time travel with uh, Jules Verne and um, I forget her name. Doc's wife.
1: Oh, I don't remember her name either. Oh well. I know uh, who you mean though. Mar- Mary Steinberger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that was the actress's name. <laughs> yeah. So uh so all of them time travel, uh go on adventures in the past and the future. They have the train and the DeLorean. That's great. Uh it's it's really fun. It had a catchy theme song and um Doc Brown live action in character, he's he explains what the episodes are gonna be about.
1: Oh okay, okay, cool.
0: And it was made to te- um, teach kids science and history.
1: Neat. That's a good idea.
0: Yeah, it was pretty, pretty fun. Idea. The cool. weirdest one was Rambo and Robocop. Because they're R-rated things. And it's like, here's a Saturday morning cartoon. Based oh my on an uh, R-rated movie, you totally snuck in and <laughs> saw.
1: <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of cartoons. <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't watch a lot of cartoons when I was growing up.
0: Uh, neither did I. I, saw, um, I mainly watched movies. And I had, like, one mm-hmm. cartoon that I'd watch consistently.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's it's pretty weird when you find out that R-rated movies had children's shows based on them.
1: Yeah, that's bizarre.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Because RoboCop is like, I'm R-rated violence, and you really shouldn't let your kids watch this movie. But we do have toys. <laughs> <laughs> with, um Brutal murder action. <laughs> uh, I can't believe it. It, it. And it's not like the uh, pop vinyls that adults collect now. that They were made for eight-year-olds. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's an ultra-rated one. Here's one of the Terminator. See if you can save John Connor and murder all these people.
1: If you go back and watch a lot of those movies now, like um, Total Recall, that was rated R. And if you watch it now, you like can't figure out why it was rated R. You know, like the standards were different then.
0: <laughs> it's got to be the um, the fact that the violence looked uh, more realistic
1: mm, back then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But now it's
0: just like. No. Yeah,
1: it's over the top now. Yeah.
0: It it it's all cheesy and stuff, and we get, we're more traumatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's better, Bill or Ted?
1: Bill. Why? Definitely, Bill. Um, I I don't know if I know what I gotta think about that. Let's see. Why is he better? I just have a soft spot for Bill. I think he's cute and adorable, and I think that which which of the which of them died? Remember when they were in the um, knight's armor and one of them fell down the stairs?
0: Uh Ted fell down the stairs.
1: Yeah, Ted fell down the stairs and then remember when Bill like totally went crazy and was like yeah. going to you know kill the other guy and then Ted like popped up, you know, like just those like his as far as acting like I love his little like goofy body actions and things like that. I love that about him too. And, and I felt bad for him because his dad was such a jerk. So I think that's another reason I liked I liked him better because his dad like didn't give him any chance. You know, he was like, if you don't get your grades up, you're going to military school and that's it. And I don't care if you like music and I don't care anything about your friends. And I felt bad for him because he had a jerk for a dad.
0: Uh, I thought that was Ted because um, Ted's dad sends him to military school.
1: Am I, am I confusing them again? Ted was my favorite. Did I say that?
0: No, you said Bill.
1: Okay. I'm confusing Um, them again.
0: Ted's dad the military school. And- so
1: everything yes. everything I said applies <coughs> to Ted.
0: Okay, so Ted goes. Ted's dead <laughs> sends him to military school, and um, Ted also is the one that fell down with the armor, and then yes. Bill came in, and right? Rescued, right. And
1: yeah, I think uh, that's what I started. I think I said it right in the beginning. I think I said Ted in the beginning, and then I got confused with the armor, but. Ted is my favorite for all the reasons I just said so if i if i if I mix the names up at one point, I apologize
0: also bill was the Ted's the one that fell down with the armor, and Bill's yeah. the one that um was sad about it, and then Ted's the one that knocked him out yeah, and I like how when when ted he's like How did you survive dude? It's like I brought out of the armor like obviously that's just a thing you can do just
1: roll out, I know. <laughs>
0: I love that they were playing Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, I am Darth Ted. should <laughs> will join the dark side. No way. <laughs> I am Luke Bill. I will never join you. You killed my father. And then they just sword fight. And it's <laughs> great because that applies later when during the presentation, Bill is uh, sword fighting. Um. Oh, what's her face? Joan of Arc. Right. Yeah. When he was still fighting Joan of Arc, it's like, oh, he went to do that when they were playing Star Wars.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is great. They pick up on things quickly. I really love this movie.
1: So do I. I, Absolutely. I love
0: it. I'm so glad that you brought it up. (laughs) Because the other ones on your list is like Star Wars uh, and Back to the Future. And I've got a Back to the Future episode coming. But I'm never going to turn down. I love the fact that I got an opportunity to talk about Bill and Ted.
1: Oh, well, I'm glad you had me on. Cause I don't get to talk about it much either. It's pretty great.
0: It's pretty great. And I had, and I bought it on Google uh, movies in order okay. to, um, to refresh myself. And I'm like, right, Oh, right. this is great.
1: That's <laughs> right. No matter how many times you watch it, it still makes you smile and laugh.
0: Yeah. Be- because like, yep. unlike with a lot of other uh, movies, it's, they don't do anything um, bad to anyone at all. They're not even right. uh, they are not even particularly rude to anyone. Even his dad. Because mm-hmm. when his dad said, um, when Ted's dad is uh, sending him to military school, he's like, dad's going to send me to military school unless I pass my exams. Let's ask these people on the street if they know anything about history. Because we're not going to go to a library. Right, right. <laughs> but at the same time, he had no point ever um blames his dad or is angry at his dad for sending him to military school Mm -hmm. he's just like we got to solve this problem yeah i i really like that the only
1: yeah and, and you know ted's the one at the end that says you know maybe we should learn to play dude you know like he's he's very i think a little more realistic
0: yeah i i i like ted a lot because and i like uh, I like both of them because of how nice they are to literally everyone. Yeah. It's just like, I'm in the past. We've got to kidnap these people, but let's be nice about it. Right. And then they just pick up Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all great.
1: Because well, they know they're going to bring him right back. So they well, don't, yeah. you know, not doing anything wrong. It's okay.
0: We'll bring you back. We promise, dude. And then they do and it's fine. Yep. And... <laughs>
1: Some and they're the, all the better for it probably
0: yeah it's like uh, Beethoven got some new songs <laughs> which is great because like we know that um things work out and history uh, doesn't change so Beethoven wrote those songs and then just didn't play them mainly maybe it's because they weren't popular it's like that's right if
1: they weren't yeah. popular
0: but Beethoven knew rock and roll
1: the world the world wasn't ready for rock and roll then <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is great. I'm
0: glad that I saw it and I'm, and I definitely want to have you back on. We can talk cool. about anything you want. It's, it's going to be a good time. Excellent. So you have two minutes to um, plug all your things.
1: Wow. That's Ready? a long time. <laughs> all right. <Go. laughs> well, you could find me uh, with my co-host Phaedra at Stinger TV and movie podcast um, we also do a podcast on the TV show Ozark, and that Netflix original, and that podcast is called Ozark's Dirty Laundry. We have a, another podcast called The Homecoming Initiative, which covers homecoming from Amazon Prime. And our last podcast is Black Mirror Friday, where we talk about the Netflix show Black Mirror. We discuss every single episode of all those shows. Our Stinger TV and movie podcast is every two weeks. And we talk about all kinds of stuff on that podcast and you can find all the information at stingeruniverse.com.
0: Excellent. You can follow me uh, at Aussie Nerd Pod. You can subscribe to the Aussie Nerds Podcast, that thing you're listening to right now. Uh, I also like my Facebook, Aussie Nerds Podcast, um, and all the links will be in the description